So happy new year to each and every one of you. Today, January 1st, of course, as we all know, is New Year's Day and we usher in the year of our Lord that is 2017. Folks may be a little bleary-eyed after last night's New Year's Eve festivities. Anybody stay up to ring in the new year, 2017? Yep. Myself among them, how many of you were blissfully asleep by the time that, well, there you go, right there. Well, regardless, today we gather in the house of the Lord to seek his face and to ask his blessing for the year ahead. As Pastor Campbell alluded at the beginning of the service, today on the church's calendar is more than just the start of a new calendar year important as that is within the body of christ we follow the life of christ that governs the days and seasons of the year it's not a calendar year it's not a fiscal year it's not an academic year it is the church year. So it runs things a little bit differently. Today, January 1, in addition to being New Year's Day, is exactly eight days after Christmas when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. And this day we observe the circumcision and the name of Jesus. And we do so under the theme, a name etched in blood. So may the Lord's rich and abundant blessing rest upon the preaching and the hearing and the living of his word for Jesus' sake. So according to the Levitical law of Judaism found way back in the Old Testament in the book of Leviticus, on the eighth day after a male child was born, he was to be circumcised and so become part of God's covenant people. This practice goes all the way back to the book of Genesis with God's promise to the father of believers, Abraham himself. And it continued then with each generation. It was customary for the child to be formally named at the time of circumcision, which is exactly what that closing verse in the gospel lesson for today tells us. Joseph and Mary, being devout members of God's covenant people through Abraham, were fulfilling what the law required of them on the eighth day after Jesus' birth. Obedient to what the angel of the Lord had told them to do, Joseph, together with Mary, named their baby boy Jesus. Well, talking about circumcision up here from the pulpit in a sermon may seem like uh, TMI, too much information out there. I think of this every time my family watches uh, that movie, The Nativity. Anybody familiar with that movie out there? Yeah, actually, it's, there's some historical inaccuracies there in it, but it is a really well-done film that portrays the people and the events surrounding the birth of Jesus. One scene deals with the birth and the circumcision of John the Baptist, son of Zechariah and Elizabeth, who was actually Jesus' cousin. 
To this day, within Judaism, friends and family uh, will gather for the circumcision of a male child called a bris ceremony, and the mohel is the person who is trained to administer that rite of circumcision. So in the movie, a couple of these adolescent boys from the family or the community, they're gathered around to witness uh, this uh, circumcision unfolds here. And uh, seeing firsthand what's involved, they crane in initially to look, and then you can just see this uh, very uncertain look on their faces, and they sort of <laughs> back away. Like I said, TMI, too much information. So you may ask, why is this even on the church's calendar to begin with? It's about the shedding of blood. Very early on in his life, only eight days old, Jesus' blood is already being shed. And that first shedding of blood points ahead to what is yet to come. When on the cross, Jesus' life blood will be poured out upon that cross for you and for me to fulfill all of the requirements of that Levitical law to pay the price for our sin and disobedience. It's in this shedding of blood that we are given new life. For the blood of Jesus, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Names are important. You know where your name comes from? Are you named after someone in your family or someone else? Do you know what your name means? My real name is John, but my nickname is Jack, but uh, the name John itself actually originates in the Hebrew language, and it means Yahweh, or God is gracious. I like that. Jesus' name is who his name says he is, Savior. An angel made known to Joseph that this child would indeed save his people from their sins. And you know, at the end of the day, that's exactly what we need. We need a savior. We don't need a CEO. We don't need a president or a prime minister. We don't need a military leader. What we need is a savior which is why God sent his son. A savior is one who saves, who rescues, who delivers, and this demands sacrifice. Something which almost every world religion recognizes, the element of sacrifice to pay the price for sin, in order for there to be forgiveness for sins and transgressions, there must be sacrifice, which typically involves the shedding of blood. The law of Moses did indeed call for the shedding of the blood of sheep, of 
goats, of doves, of bulls, in place of the people's blood. Something had to stand in as a replacement to atone for the sins of the people. And so there was this continual system of animal sacrifice there at the temple in Jerusalem, day in, day out, year after year. It never ended until Jesus came. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being saved. And so there is no longer need for sacrifice except the sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving that comes from grateful hearts who lift those hearts up to the Lord for all the Lord has done for us. You see, Jesus came to live that perfect and sinless life that you and I could not, we cannot, in obedience to all the demands of God's righteous law. Jesus came to do for us what we could not and cannot do for ourselves. And so the name of Jesus really is etched in blood, his own blood, beginning with that infant blood at his circumcision. And through the shedding of his precious blood, that name of Jesus is now the name which is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Our worship services close, as you know, with the benediction, which is the blessing that pronounces those familiar words. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. But then, as we heard in today's Old Testament lesson, there's a verse which follows, the Lord instructed Aaron through Moses, so shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them, says the Lord. We too have had the name of the Lord placed upon us, beginning in holy baptism, where we have been marked with the cross of Christ, where we have been sealed by the Holy Spirit, baptized into the name of this triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The name of the Lord 
is upon us. So on this first day of this new year, it is the saving name of Jesus etched in blood that is lifted up and placed upon the people of God that by faith we may indeed be blessed by that holy name now and in all the days of this new year. And that, my friends, is a very good way to begin this new year. May it be so with us. Amen.